Welcome back to An American's Guide to Formula One. Before we start episode two, I just want to say that during the recording process around minute 25, there was an error with some of the audio. I'm still looking into what happened and hopefully it won't happen again. But you do miss a section of the episode um, during the Imola recap. Um, what I was, what I had said was that during the development after a couple uh, dozen laps on wet and intermediate tires, a dry line on the racetrack starts to form and racers start to pit, teams start to pit for soft tires to, in order to increase their pace on that dry line. The problem is, is that anytime you dip a tire off of the dry line and into the wet, you run the risk of spinning or, or crashing or losing control of the car, obviously because you're on slick tires on a wet surface. So what had happened was Hamilton actually does that and slides off of the track and into the gravel. And then while he's trying to um, drive out of the gravel trap, he actually runs into the barrier this is a seemingly very rare mistake that Hamilton makes. He's usually quite a machine, but then composes himself and um, reverses out of the gravel trap and then gets going. And I believe that's all you really missed in a nutshell. So enjoy episode two race recap. Thank you. It's lights out and away we go. Welcome to an American's Guide to Formula One. Now let's start the show. All right, and welcome to what is the second episode of An American's Guide to Formula One. I want to start this episode off first and foremost by thanking everybody who listened to the last episode and all of the new followers on the social media that we gained. Uh, if you want to follow along and have more uh, between episode information on the podcast, go ahead and follow us at An American's Guide to Formula One on both Instagram, and TikTok. Um, hopefully be able to do some fun stuff on there. So for this episode, I'm going to play a bit of catch-up on the 2021 season and do kind of a recap episode to the, of the season to this, um, to here so far. Um, we've had four races in the 2021 season. We had Bahrain, Imola, Portimao, Portuguese Grand Prix, and the Spanish Grand Prix, the Circuit of Catalonia. Um, I'm going to try and do a, a brief recap of each race, a uh, fairly brief recap of each race um, to get us caught up, and then hopefully moving forward, do individual race recaps um, as I'm after each race and release them as they come out, and hopefully pepper in um, some alternative to just race recap episodes in between those when we have bigger breaks, especially over the summer break. Um, as you can hear, since I haven't introduced him or see in video, that I'm not joined by my dad for this um, for this part of the episode. Maybe we'll try and call him later on in the episode um, and get his take on the Spanish Grand Prix, the most recent Grand Prix, which was just about a week ago. Um, from the time of this recording, and we actually sat down and watched together, which was really fun. So maybe we'll try and get a call 
um, in to my dad and get his take on the Spanish Grand Prix later on in the episode. Um, but we're going to go ahead and start with the very first, the opening race of the 2021 season, which was in Bahrain, which was actually where the testing took place for the season as well. Um, they they always have a preseason testing. Usually it's not at the racetrack where the first race is, but uh, it was this year. So that gave some insight to how the race was kind of going to go. Um, Mercedes definitely looked off the pace, definitely in regards to Red Bull and kind of off the pace, which that was uh, maybe a little bit true, but maybe a little bit of them not wanting to show their the full potential of the cars we'll see. Or uh, from what I've kind of come to understand was a little bit of a disadvantage that they've just worked really hard to kind of overcome. Uh, the regulation changes between the year for uh, previous year 2020 to this year 2021 um, were not significant. Um, there was supposed to be originally a very significant changes to the whole uh, regulations, um, kind of ushering in a new era of the sport. Um, those are those big regulations have been pushed to the 2022 season, and this is kind of a holding pattern year with some minor changes so that they're not just running the exact same cars. Um, the predominant um, change was a rear floor um, change to the regulations. They're, they they narrowed the amount of floor that could be on the car by, I think, when I say 10%. And they also changed some diffuser uh, blade lengths, just limiting downforce on the cars, trying to bring the pack closer together, and also just, like I said, not have the exact same cars running again. Um, this has had some some changes on some cars and some more significant effects on other cars. The one that stands out is um, the newly branded Aston Martin, formerly Racing Point, who were really up front at the top of the midfield last season and now have been kind of relegated back towards the back of the midfield fighting with uh, Alpine um, and AlphaTauri instead of being up at the front of the mid-pack kind of battling with McLaren um, and Ferrari. And um, so that, uh, that's been a huge impact on them. It's had, but a lot of teams have had to, had to have some adjustments made. They had to fix and work that into the regulations and change their cars. And it's just other teams are struggling more than, than others. Um, also ha notable mention is Haas and Williams who have both pretty much outwardly spoken and said, um, that they don't have the money to do a really full redevelopment of the car for 2021 and be have enough money left over for the 2022 regulation changes. So they're focusing their resources are concentrating the spending of that money on 2022. And that's why you'll you'll kind of see them be the back runners for this whole season is because they just really didn't, they made the necessary changes, but that's kind of about it. Um, so we're going to go ahead and start. And what I'm going to do or hope to do here is I have the race recaps pulled up and I'm going to just kind of watch them and commentate on them as though we were watching them together. Um, feel free to go ahead and pull them up uh, and watch along um, on your own screen or device or however, or you can just listen. It's, it's go ahead and your call, and hopefully this works well. Uh, let's give it a go. So I remember this actually, but uh, uh, on the formation lap, P 
Perez couldn't get his car going, and so he has to go ahead and start from the pit lane. Uh, Hamilton and Max both get off the line pretty well, but uh, I think Max is a little bit better at the start on this one and just um, gets his lead out um, right away. Really uneventful opening Grand Prix start. Uh, opening laps can be obviously very tricky because of oh and then there's a a spin um um Mazepin spins on turn three um just loses the rear opening what I was saying before that spin happened is opening Grand Prix are the most exciting part because everybody's bunched up together and usually you get a lot of you know 19 cars 20 cars trying to go through turn one all at the same time is can can cause for them events but this does go ahead and trigger a, a safety car they follow that for a couple of laps and um the race gets re-going or underway again at uh lap four um hamilton uh or verstappen hangs on to the lead but um and then yeah verstappen hangs on to the lead leclerc gets ahead of botas before the safety car, but right around the safety car where there was just a yellow flag incident and holds on to that under the restart. Uh, Norris has a bla- a, a really flying good move on um, on Gasly, and then Gasly go-aheads and, and uh, touches the back of Ricardo and loses his front wing at a simultaneously another Haas spin. Similar situation for, this was Mick Schumacher this time, where... They just uh, light up that rear and lose it. It's really, really sensitive to the rear. Now we're here at lap eight, watching a nice little battle between uh, the Ferrari and the McLaren. Man, that's really nice. There's been a lot of there's. Th- this is a good example. There's a just some really great wheel to wheel racing. Uh, probably some of the funnest bits of racing thus far have been between uh, Mercedes or sorry, pardon me, McLaren and Ferrari. Um, Took Norris all the way to lap nine to get ahead of Leclerc and uh, into fourth place. Um, Norris is looking really, really a lot better this year than last year. Really on on pace, a little more grown up, trying to like, I mean, I think having a, um, having such a veteran driver um, join the team as, as veteran as Ricardo is, he's like, oh, I'm going to have to grow up a little bit. I think he was kind of pressured into that and has really, t- in all fairness, really settled into a spot in McLaren and is outperforming Ricardo um, in this race and, and in the season so far. But we'll get into more of that as we go through this. All right, so we're at lap 14 now of the race, and um, Hamilton pits from um, – from second, trying to shake up uh, some strategy, get ahead and get in front of Max there. Um, he pits and goes onto the hard compound tire because they have no mediums left. Um, there's a certain, just a clarification on that, there's a certain number of tires There's that each team gets, and they have to strategically pick how they use those tires all the way through from practice, um, qualifying, and then the race. And so... They were out of the medium tires and, and had to pit onto the hard compound tires. Um, uh, they pitted first from second, trying to undercut or force a strategic advantage over Red Bull. Um, this is lap 14. 
and I believe uh, that Verstappen just goes long. Yeah. Mercedes tries to undercut, and uh, Red Bull just says, yeah, go ahead. Um, We're going to stay along. Max ends up staying out about four more laps. Uh, Pitts on 18, has a 2.7 stop, uh, but it wasn't good enough and is uh, behind um, Hamilton, takes over the lead of the race. So the undercut works. Um, That's the whole point of that undercut is that you – pit get faster tires and you're at a pace that's going to clearly you're going to pass that car that is in front of you it's on older tires um unless they come in and pit and the whole goal is to try and just a have a bet be faster when you come out and then hopefully they lose time in the pit and then you can gain that front position and that and that definitely worked out this time because i think uh it was a little bit of a, a bad call to to keep maxed out for those four laps they probably should have just followed straight away but um it didn't it doesn't say and i don't remember but there could have been you know um poor track position by by pitting right away um you don't want to come out into traffic uh, which will then obviously slow you down even more but anyways we're now at lap 21 hamilton is leading the race to versapen with a, a gap of about four seconds at this point um we're watching some really nice uh, wheel-to-wheel action between Science and um, uh, Science and Alonzo in the Alpine, and then Vettel gets in the mix too, and uh, and and passes. Nice three-car battle there for the some lower points. Then here we see a nice, brilliant overtake by the rookie. Sonoda, and then now we're jumping forward to lap 29 where Hamilton pits again. Nice 2.4 second stop. Um, now we're jumped all the way ahead to lap 37. We're seeing some really nice battle between the veteran Kimi Raikkonen and the young driver George Russell and Williams. And Raikkonen makes a really beautiful pass on the outside of Russell into turn four. All right. Lap 40, here we go. We have um, this is. Uh, um, for Stoppin's pit ter- um, on lap 40 here to um, cover off the stop that Hamilton had made, lap 37. What a flying pit. What an amazing pit. I mean, we had uh, one of the, the, the first sub-two-second uh, pit stop for the season. Again, that's under two seconds. 1.9 for a car to come in, stop, all four tires be changed and then get going again in 1.9 seconds. I want to see you just take out <laughs> your uh, phone and stop start on the stopwatch <laughs> in 1.9 seconds and then just think about the fact that a team of, of excellent mechanics are changing four tires um, on a car in that amount of time. Uh, it's a It's a really awesome thing to watch. Go ahead and look that up and watch how they just have – down to a science especially red bull red bull is the king of pit stops usually but they are in this in this instance as well and even with that 1.9 pit stop seconds it is not enough um and he comes out behind um hamilton with uh 16 laps to go but he has fresher tires um and he's going to try and track uh just track down hamilton the rest of the race um showing now we're showing a, a, a an ins, uh, 
a very veteran, but doesn't look veteran um, racing here from uh, Alonzo, Fernando Alonso in the Alpine and um, Sebastian Vettel. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, my my mistake. It was Ocon and Sebastian Vettel, where uh, uh, Vettel just taps the rear uh, and spins them both. Uh, not not good, but definitely happened. Doesn't actually impact the race in any way. They get going again. They were they were down in 13 and 14 when that happened. All right, so this catches us up. We're right now at the end of the races. Um, here we're on lap 51 of 56. Um. This is the battle for first. The, 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 the gap at this point was 1.4 seconds. Um, Hamilton blows uh, a corner here, which brings that gap down to um, within a second. Um, and that gives him the DRS. So I'll pause it here and give you a little insight as to what the DRS is, because that's you're going to hear that a lot. But DRS stands for Drag Reduction System. So the there's a, a large aerodynamical rear wing on the back of the cars which i'm sure you've seen um which applies which is used to apply downforce to the car make the car press the car and uses aerodynamics to press the car into the road so that's how they can go around these turns so fast um but what that what what is downforce in the turns is just drag in the straights and so they have a system where if you're within a second of the car that's in front of you you can um, use the DRS by triggering a button on the steering wheel or in some cases in the floor of the car, and that opens that rear wing. It, it creates a slot in the rear wing, allowing that air to go through it instead of down it, which is gives you a, an advantage of about 15 miles per hour, uh, or not miles per hour, sorry, kilometers an hour, to the car in front of you. Um, and But you do have to be within a second, and then there's always only designated zones on the track they're called drs zones and then there's the detection points before that so if you go through that detection point and it the computers see that you're within um that one second then it will give you the availability to go ahead and open that drs on those designated straights um Obviously, it's only on the straights and not the corners. Um, and then different tracks have different um, DRS zones. Um, there's usually longer and shorter ones. Um, at, at, and in this instance, uh, um, uh, Hamilton makes that error, brings that gap down from 1.4 seconds to within a second, giving Max a DRS advantage going into one of the shorter um DRS zones. So we're going to pick that action back up. And Max is, just smells the blood and is is going for it. And then uh, lap 53 now, he he, see, he he makes a move, goes around the outside. Oh, no, this is turn one. So he tries at turn one, doesn't have enough, but gets a really good uh, release and then is still in that DRS zone. And he goes... Going into turn four, he tries to make the move along the outside and does make the move. Gets around him, but the eagle-eyed viewer would notice that he does make that move on the outside and off track. He exceeds the track limits, so he's then, because he gained uh, a strategic advantage by leaving the track, he then immediately has to concede that um point or that position back 
to Hamilton. Um, and that's a, a really huge blunder on Max. And it, it's very costly to him. He, he's, he's in a car that's faster at this point. He's on fresher tires at this point, And he still has three laps. And, I mean, that's, that's I, I get the pressure of wanting to, to make that move when you sense that blood and see that opportunity. But what's the point of making a move if you just have to concede the position back because you did it off the track? And I think uh, what he should have done is just waited for that longer, because this was uh, the DRS zone going into turn four. He could have waited, gotten close, stuck right on the rear of, the, of Hamilton's car, waited for the longer DRS zone heading down into turn one, which he was super close on the lap, if you would, uh, the previous lap. Uh, and if he just would have bided his time, he wouldn't he wouldn't have had to make such a difficult pass, which then wouldn't have put him off the track and cost him that point. Um, because he does, he does stay right with him for the rest of the race. Um, bringing the gap down to seven tenths of a second at the finish of the race. But I think he, he really could have, uh, that really could have made that move stick if he would have waited and passed at turn one, instead of trying to get the overtake done at turn four. Um, all in all, it was a really great opening race of the season. Um, it was really exciting to see Red Bull so close to Mercedes and Mercedes kind of uh, really having to react to um, and fight that, uh, for that position with uh, um, with uh, Red Bull and Max. I just think it was a, a it was an error on Max's part and really cost him his first his first win of the season. Um, but it's still very exciting compared to the previous season where we were having uh, race finishes where, you know, Hamilton or Botas won virtually every race that they didn't have some sort of problem in, and they won it by a considerable margin. It was not seven-tenths of a second. So every fan, me included, uh, was just absolutely jazzed to see um, a seven-tenths battle like that. Uh, for first place, it was awesome. Uh, the The finishing order, the final finishing order, was Hamilton one, Verstappen in second, and Botas in third. Norris putting in a great uh, effort and uh, all the way up into fourth place. Then Perez, Leclerc, Ricardo in the points again. Sainz, Stroll, and Yuki Tsunoda finishing off and getting his uh, his first her first uh, Formula One point. Uh, really great. Uh, Really interesting race, really great race. Um, yeah, it was it was a great opener. Then we had, uh, man, uh, just another. We went uh, from Bahrain to Italy and Imola. It, we saw the return of the Imola track from last year. Um, during the COVID, they just kind of added some tracks to the Formula One calendar that weren't usually on that calendar, and Imola being one of them. Imola is a... a a very historic um, Italian racetrack. It's the racetrack where Senna died. For those of you who don't know, uh, Ayrton Senna was and arguably is one of the greatest drivers um, the sport has ever seen. There's a really awesome documentary called Senna about him. Maybe I'll do an episode, a driver spotlight episode on Senna because uh, he's a really fascinating driver. Um, so they brought back Imola uh, in 2020, and then they brought it back, obviously, again in 2022 or 2021. And so um, 
the thing to know about this race is that it was it had rained pretty heavily um and so the track was wet um which is a very interesting dynamic to add to any race it uh it really tests the driver's abilities um and it's just flat out cool that um the 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 pinnacle of motorsport doesn't stop when it rains they just throw on different tires and continue on um so the way that works is they have um they have a a blue marked wet weather tire for when it's heavily raining or there's a lot of water on the track and then a green marked uh intermediate tire the difference between those wet weather tires are they're they're actual they look more like uh road car tires they have the grooves cut into them to to rip the water off the road and create more opportunity for grip um and then versus the slick tires the interesting strategic advantage that having wet weather tires being used in a race is that it removes that um regulation of the that says that you have to use uh, two sets of compound of the slick tires uh in a race if it, that that's only true unless there's a, a need for the wet weather tire then that um makes that um, regulation go away and you don't have to use two compounds you can just use whatever desired compound if the track does in fact dry out enough to go back to slicks um, so another so i'm going to go ahead and get started here watching the um, race if you want to follow along so charlotte claire um, spins on the formation lap um so another interesting start to a race. Okay, so we start the race. Um, Hamilton gets a, a slow start, and uh, Verstappen and Perez both really pressuring uh, Hamilton here. And Verstappen gets that inside and and forces Hamilton wide, having forcing him to go over um, some of the higher curbs, gets a little bit of car damage, and more importantly, takes the lead of the race. Um, wet weather races it's as you can imagine very important to be that leading car it gives you an, a huge advantage because uh these cars don't have windscreen windscreens um they don't have windshield wipers it's just their helmet they do have these little plastic um or like film that go across the visors that they can rip off if like they get something on them uh, but that doesn't make you, can't, you don't have an infinite number of those, and you can do that obviously every time water builds up. It's uh, be un unrealistic. So the next time it's raining, uh, just just stop the windshield wipers for a second, just going even normal road speeds, and see how difficult it becomes to see. And then just imagine doing that at 200 miles an hour with a you know 19 other cars racing around you. So. Uh, it, it 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 it's a it's a difficult thing. All right, so getting back to the race here, uh, yeah, Hamilton. Um, once once Verstappen gets ahead, he really just he just sets out a lead. Perez uh, doesn't get past him as well. Um, it just was a Max just really got his elbows out there and just um. so fast and you'll have to you'll be pitting all the time 
And so, but if you get off that, deviate from that dry line in any bit and get that slick tire into any water, it's just so easy to go off. And you'll see that, you see that throughout the rest of the race, cars are spinning and losing position because of it. But it's really costly to Hamilton here because he slides off into gravel and then tries to get going and then smashes his front wing into the barrier. And then he calms down, gets his brain, and he does a really actually smart thing that uh, I wouldn't have thought to do but until I saw this. But um, the, if you if you dig those tires in, you're gonna just going to bury yourself and beach it, and then your, your, your race is done completely. And so what he does is he actually throws it into reverse and reverses out of the gravel trap basically turning the rear-wheel drive car into a front-wheel drive car and then just barely applying revs to that car and gets out and gets going. But, I mean, I think he was stationary for almost a minute, I think, if I remember correctly of them saying that. And then during the race, you, didn't, you couldn't see this because all the cameras were focused on Hamilton, but for, this is just Hamilton's luck because virtually, almost virtually at the same time, and it cuts to it. There's a crash between uh, George Russell and Valtteri Bottas, um, and that the it's 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 a crash. It's a real doozy of a crash, um, and that's gonna because it's such a bad crash. I mean, they were going down uh, one of the straights at Imola really really fast. Um, George Russell tries to make uh, uh it's it's a, it's I mean it is relatively straight because it's uh, because it's Formula One so they're going flat out that's what I mean by a straight but it, there is a slight turn. Um, Russell's kind of on the outside and uh, dips his wheel. He he tries to pass on the outside and it's just it's just not wide enough um, and gets a a wheel on the grass and it just. Uh, sends him straight into the side of Botas, and then they just have a crash. Um, it when you watch the replay, go ahead and watch the replay. It's 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 a big crash, um, and I do remember watching it and watching Botas kind of uh, get the I think got the wind knocked out of him or something. But uh, uh, they both, of course, blame each other. Uh, Russell says, "What the heck is this guy doing?" You know, bleep bleep. Have to bleep it out, but um, it in the end of the day, it was his fault. Um, he ran into him and eventually had to apologize the following day. There was some choice words and 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 middle finger gestures uh, exchanged between the two of them. But uh, I think um, the big boss Toto Wolf got into both of their ears and was like, "George, if you ever want to drive a Mercedes, man, you can't be doing stuff like that, and you can't be reacting like that either." Um, but uh, Again, I, I, I alluded to this earlier. This was the, the luck of Hamilton that that happened at the same time he had this crazy mistake and is 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 blundered um, that some if this huge incident happens, which eventually ends up red flagging the race, uh, which means that they actually stopped the race so that the marshals and uh, the stewards of the race could go out and, and pick up all the debris and stuff that was created from that. Uh, crash and under uh, a red flag you can make you can fix damage to the car if it's possible you can't you know like uh, 
do major things, but he was able to fix that front wing that he broke by running into the wall. Um, and it, and it seriously limited the damage, um, because it, it, red, red car, red flags and safety cars, you know, like I said, when we brought up that, um, Perez gets that 10 second penalty for passing under a safety car, it locks the positions in place. So Hamilton is in the position he was in when the red flag was triggered. So he, it's, it's very, it mitigates the damage that was done by that, that rare mistake by him. And he, but he is all the way back in eighth place. Um, uh, so let's get back going here on lap 34 with the restart. Uh, before the restart happens, Max almost um, had Max has a little trip to the grass as well and almost loses it. Um, but no one was able to pass him because again, he was, he was controlling the pace after the end of that safety car uh, restart um, from the red flag. So they did a safety car restart. So, um, but once Max gets going, he has a has a great restart. But uh, uh, Norris has an amazing restart after their race and gets past Leclerc and into second place. Um, it was a, a beautiful pass, and almost virtually simultaneously, uh, Yuki Sonoda has a spin that puts him in the gravel, which was a, a huge bummer because Sonoda was on a tear and... Um, had made up, had had, had climbed ten positions, um, and then, uh, so that was a bummer. And then a couple laps later, Perez spins into the gravel. Um, these are this is just the this is just what happens on a wet track. You know, when the when there's a a wet track, and the corners of you know you get that wheel into some of that water, and you you're gonna have a spin. Yeah, it's just the way it is, and it's costly though. Um, and then, uh, so lap 55, Hamilton makes, is on a tear up through the pack from eighth and he's all the way made it to third, uh, passes Leclerc and gets into third and onto the podium and then is just, uh, tracking down Norris and just on those fresher tires, uh, passes Norris, um, on lap 60 and, uh, so yeah, what, a so uh, Verstappen wins the Grand Prix, obviously, uh, by a pretty pretty noticeable margin. But uh, um, Hamilton comes in second. Uh, Norris comes in third, gets his first podium. Leclerc is fourth. Sainz fifth. Ricardo sixth. Stroll seventh. Gasly eighth. Uh, Raikkonen ninth. And Ocon in the top ten in points. Uh, what an amazing uh, Grand Prix the the Imola Grand Prix was because of that weather and all that drama and the crash. It was it was a it was a really fun one to watch. Um, all right, from a really fun one to probably one of the more boring races of the season, but um, still a cool track. Another returning racetrack that hadn't been on the calendar for a long time, um, long time, and then returned last year, and then thus because of its um, popularity they they kept it on the calendar for 21 is uh, Port of Mau, which is a really cool track, very undulating, lots of elevation changes, which make for a very um, difficult but interesting uh, component for drivers because the drivers sit so low in the car that when you have huge elevation changes, it actually creates these blind crests that drivers 
literally can't see the turns that they're that they are going through and so you have to have this again uh, amazingly huge balls and and bravery and complete trust in the equipment and the aerodynamics and the setup of the car to 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 go through a blind turn at 100 over 100 miles an hour it's just it's just awesome to watch um so uh this was the uh a little bit of background I remember from um, qualifying. This was the first front row lockout. Uh, Mercedes had made up some of that ground on uh, the, the gap to um, Red Bull that they had been experiencing. It was their first front row lockout, so they, they got pole position in second place. Um, but they really only got... Um, Botas really only got that pole position because uh, of... Uh, an error by Verstappen um, on Verstappen's final flying lap in and qualifying. He broke those track limits. So he, he exceeded the track um, and had his, his pole, what would have been his, his pole position getting lapped deleted and which gave Botas uh, pole position. There was something like, I think it was two one hundredths of a second difference, but it still would have been pole. Um, and it, and it took it away. And, um, that was the first error that, um, uh, Verstappen made on that corner. And then there will be subsequently more that he does throughout, uh, the race. Um, but again, like I said, first, first front row, um, first front row lockout, uh, for Mercedes, um, Botas gets off well, which is not uh, usually the way Botas starts races. Botas usually um, struggles off the start, but uh, gets away well, gets ahead of Hamilton. Pretty uneventful uh, first lap. Um, some jockeying for positions. Um, Perez is jumping. Uh, Perez starts on the medium and is struggling for uh, grip. Uh, some big lockups. Um, no incidences in the first lap, but no, uh, real positional changes, uh, uh, up in the, in the points at least. Norris, um, uh, Norris makes an amazing pass on the outside of Ocon on, uh, 12, um, uh, again, showing his, his pace. And then we have the silly crash, uh, on lap two that does trigger a safety car where Raikkonen just runs into the back of his teammate. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, it does trigger a safety car. Um, I think he just uh, was underestimated the slipstream that he got on his teammate Giovinazzi and just uh, runs his rear rear wing, or front wing into the rear wheel of Giovinazzi. And then uh, on the restart on 7... Uh, uh, Verstappen gets gets the jump on Hamilton and makes an amazing pass on the outside of turn one uh, and makes it stick. It was it was a, just a beautiful pass, um, and, and and quite a sight to see there. Um, and then uh, Norris and Perez go ahead and battle on the restart as well, and Norris gets the gets the pass made on Science. Um, or I'm sorry, on Perez, um, and up into fourth place again, just 
looking really great uh, and racy this season, as I've said. I've heard him say it. Really enjoying watching how well Norris has developed. Um, so now we're, uh, we're at lap seven. We have Botas, Verstappen, Hamilton, Norris, Perez, Sainz, Leclerc, Ocon, Gasly, and Vettel in the points. Now we're on to lap uh, 11 here. Lap 10, 11. And then here's that turn 14. Verstappen has a bit of a moment at turn 14. And uh, Hamilton, just the, the veteran that he is, just sees it and uh, gets right up, uh, closes that gap down, gives him DRS, coming down the start-finish straight, and tries to make a move um, and does on... Uh, that that getting out of shape at turn fourteen, just that little that little misstep at fourteen again, costs him that second place position, and Hamilton just buys his time and just makes it a, a beautiful move down into turn one. Um, then they just had a nice little uh, pass by Perez um, over Norris, getting Norris out of that fourth place. All right. Now we're here at uh, Lewis Hamilton on 19. He's been gaining position the whole time on Botas. And uh, he goes from uh, eight-tenths down to half a second within uh, two turns and then ha gets him, which gets him that all-important DRS down the main straight and then just, make, just drives right around the outside of Botas into turn one. Um, and, uh, the interesting, interest, the bit of an interesting overtake here, um, that, that really shows Hamilton's, um, Hamilton's brilliance in that, where he forces Valtteri to the inside, uh, makes Valtteri cover off the inside so he, he can't pass down the inside, but he, Hamilton really squeezes him into the inside even more, which, um, makes the that that turn angle all the more difficult um and really forces uh valtteri to bail and and pull the brakes a lot harder than he would need to just to get the angle right to make that turn um and then from that point on hamilton just runs away with the grand prix um as he is known to do and that's why i said it's kind of a boring race um not a lot happens until the very end of the race um with uh the front runners are so far in the lead that they decide to uh, Mercedes decides to bring Valtteri in, um, and um, uh, uh, pit and go for uh, the fastest lap, um, which they do get. And then same with um, Verstappen. Verstappen has enough of a lead over um, as well that he can he comes into pit and then that that. Um, pesky turn 14 again. Verstappen runs wide at 14 and exceeds track limits and gets his time deleted, so he loses that uh, fastest lap. Um, for those of you who don't know, and I'll explain that again, is that if you're within the top 10, the points of the race, um, and you um, get the fastest lap of the race, it's worth one extra world championship point. Um, Oh, shoot. I Sorry, I totally messed up here. Uh, my bad. I forgot. The other really interesting point is how does Verstappen get past Botas? 
Um, so on lap 37, um, there's another round of pit stops that's generated. Um, Max pits first, has a lovely pit stop, and gets out and going. Botas comes in to cover off um, the Verstappen pit stop, has a, a real, real slow pit stop of 3.3 seconds. Um, and uh, he does rejoin the track uh, ahead of... Of Verstappen, but that 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 gap was so close and tight that I think he just got a little bit flustered and and struggled getting those uh, harder compound tires up to temp. Has a bit of a wheel spin, and Max just walks right walks right on by. Um, and I think that if he would have had uh, a little bit better of a pit stop, gotten out, he would have ha- had a little bit more time. Uh, to get those tires up to temperature, but sorry, that is how Verstappen ends up getting into second place. Um, and then, like I said, uh, the uh, that ends up being the finishing. The podium there is Hamilton in first place, um, Max in second place, and uh, Botas in third. Uh, see a, a, a pattern forming of those three being the podium. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was Hamilton first, Verstappen second, Valtteri Bottas third, Perez does a solid job, comes in fourth. Fifth is Lando Norris, again, getting some good points for Norris. Um, Leclerc in um, sixth, Esteban Ocon in seventh. Um, eighth is Fernando Alonso, ninth is Ricardo, and tenth is Pierre Gasly. Um, but yeah, like I said, kind of a boring race, a little bit of interesting, uh, struggle with Max, uh, at the end there, um, which is going to bring us to the Spanish Grand Prix. So let me try and give the old man a call and let's chat with him about that. Hey. Hey. Hey, kid. What's up? Nothing. I'm just uh, doing a race recap uh, for the podcast, and I uh, thought I'd see if we could get a hold of you and get your take on it, too. How does that sound? Sounds like a fun time if I kick my brain in. Kick, kick that kick that old man brain into high gear, and let's let's see if we can. going, baby. <laughs> see if we can't, uh, can't do a little bit of a, a race recap. I've been... Um, going through all the previous races so this is um, i'm i'm a, i'm a, my brain is already up in i'm in i'm in eighth gear i can hear it humming baby <laughs> all right um so the spanish grand prix what what's the le, i, well, I we, well, thanks we, for doing the latest one because you know that's easier to remember i think yeah <laughs> um so that was just a just about a week ago little over a week ago so the things the things that i remember is uh is max just making that brilliant pass on the on uh right at turn one boy was that ball yeah just really uh got got his elbows out you would say and and well yeah it was uh yeah it was uh you know he got a great start but wasn't superb like it was going to be a close that deal it's it was just, just a great move 
five. And then Max started to spread his elbows, and it was just uh, great racing, great hard racing, totally fair, good stuff. Yeah, new to not not get in that corner too deep there, and uh, better to lose a position than lose a race completely. Uh, definitely. Oh yeah. Out. And yeah, then good, uh, good stuff. Yeah, and then uh, uh, Sonoda had a had a bit of uh, bad luck. Uh, triggering another safety car we're uh we're, we're batting 100 for safety cars this season and within those first 10 laps even making for some pretty uh uh interesting uh interesting racing there huh well yeah early in the race like that then the cars start to back up each other and yeah for more passes more than a Race doesn't let sure. that doesn't let the field spread out too much, but also doesn't really it, it doesn't trigger that much. Um, you know, no one's going to come in on lap eleven, lap ten for tires usually, unless something bad happens. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Are you are you still on the Yuki train? I I don't know, man. I I think uh, I, I again I we I just I just watched his. I mean, he he's got skills. I think he's lost a little bit of the, his own confidence. Um. Yeah. When we watched Imola, or we just did a race recap of Imola, you know, he had he had climbed into the points and passed ten people, and then got that spin. And I mean, I think it's uh, I th- I I haven't written him off completely, but I think he's he he's had some reality checks. Yeah, he's he, he'll probably grow up. You know, this is going to be his real test. He's either going to grow up and come into his own, or he's going to maybe play wow wow. Yeah, I mean, and and it's it's hard too because Gasly's doing so well, uh, being his teammate there. He's had points finishes oh, in yeah. every race. Um, yeah, that toward the end there of the Spanish, it uh, oh, Gasly makes some nice passes. Totally. Um, okay, so let's let's get on to the to the to the big uh, points of the race. We have yeah. um, this is a, a a pretty awesome strategic battle. Um, between Hamilton, um, Botas, and Max, uh, but uh, what what do you, what do you remember from that? Um, the strategy. I mean, this is a kind of a great example of how pit stops are important. Yeah, uh, but they're not the end all and be all. Um, one thing I can say uh, oh, fresh tires fresh tires can make a difference. Um, even though you may make more stops than the other blokes, but Yeah. Yeah. So, so let's get into the details. Uh, one thing I can see just from watching all of the all of the race recaps up to this point is that uh, Red Bull is more bold with their shirt with their usually more bold and have been kind of uh, I think pushing the pressure more and more on Mercedes, and then even when Mercedes does usually make that jump, they go, "Okay, that's fine. We're going to run our own race." Um, and this is another one of those instances, I think, um, where Verstappen pits on twenty-five from the lead and says, "Okay, well, we're not going to wait for you guys to make a call. I guess we're just going to go ahead and do it." Um, does have a, a pretty slow pit stop? I remember four four point two seconds, as my notes say. Uh, yeah. Uh, kind of a some trouble with one of the rear tires, I think. Um, yeah, yeah, it was the rear tire blow up there. Yeah, 
and then I think here in my notes, Hamilton waits till 29 to pit uh, to in response to that. Nice, fast 2.7 stop uh, onto the mediums. And then we think that that's kind of going to be the end of the race, right? Right. Because the, all, the, all the buzz around it was that it, the, the one stop is the way to go. Um, that it would be pretty tricky to get a two-stop strategy to work uh, on on Spain because it's kind of a, a more difficult, one of the more difficult um, tracks, an older track as well, but um, more difficult to overtake because of that. Tight. Tight track. But Hamilton Mercedes, this is, I think, the, the one of the first, not the first, I, I mean, they, they allude to, to um, Hungary, uh, back in 2019 but they bite and they go for that they 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 pull out a big strategical risk and bring hamilton in for a second pit stop uh on lap 43 and he, he has a great pit stop 2.3 seconds but does enter back out into the onto the circuit a full 22 seconds behind the lead right um yeah. then that now you're thinking, yeah, this baby's over, right? But boy, was he you on know, the tire! Going to win this. <laughs> but if he, so he, yeah, pit, what is, what? he, he pitted on forty-three, ha, uh, Verstappen pitted on twenty-five. So that's how much yeah. fresher his tires are. Are what is the math on that? Let's see. If twenty forty-five would have been full twenty laps, so it's um, eighteen laps newer tires. Yeah. Um, and for the for the difference of what that makes, I think there were laps. There were there were where he where Hamilton was taking one and a half two seconds a lap. I remember seconds. on the same tire. Yeah, on the same tire. They, just, they were both neat. They're both on medium tires, but one was you know eighteen twenty laps newer. Isn't that, that remarkable? That talk about the, the tire management and like what what the wear. Yeah. So. I mean, I remember listening to some of the sector times where there was eight tenths, seven tenths, three tenths per sector, you know, and he was on a right. flyer. Um, and then the other interesting point on that flyer is that his his teammate was in his way too. Um, I know. So I mean, it wasn't real bad, but you know, it was slowing him up. So yeah, there so. for, for the for those of that didn't see the race, uh, 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 the boss comes on the radio and says. Do not hold Hamilton up. We have a chance to win this race, um, and you're in the way. <laughs> and Botas uh, doesn't respond and responds with action instead of um, a radio response where he says, okay, I'll only hold him up a little bit, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is, is super uncharacteristic to Botas. Um, and I'll make no – make no, uh I won't hide it in any way. Botas is one of my all-time favorites. I've I've been following. I really have liked him since he was racing at Williams. Yeah, but it, it is uncharacteristic. Botas has played and has been for a long time, and I think that's you know extended his his drive at Mercedes for a lot of years because he's been such a good number two to Hamilton. But being only on that that year extension as well for this year, uh, and not having a contract yet. For 2022 and beyond, he's kind of like, well, if you guys don't want me around, why am I just going to get out of the way? You know, I should try and win a championship here as well. I mean, I'm, right. I'm in second place for for Pete's sake. 
Um, yeah. It's not like I'm, you know, we're, we're bad. We're, this is just for points. This is for a podium position. Yeah. Um, and the, and the lead of the race. So he, I think in all, I mean, they said it was like uh, four tenths in the middle sector, but I think maybe overall he, he held him up um, maybe a second or so. Um, yeah. Uh, and, and there, and, and for, uh, uh, Pardon me. Hamilton does go ahead and just and and blow by, um, Botas, and then go goes ahead and and uh, tracks down Verstappen for the lead, um, making it that that uh, strategic call did pay off in the end because uh, he ended up finishing fifteen odd seconds ahead, I believe, right over Max. Um. Yeah, I think I think it was. It was closer to sixteen. It was yeah. fifteen point nine something, which is yeah, cra- but, crazy. Yeah. So, uh, and so that was from lap forty three pitted twenty two seconds behind to P one at lap sixty. Yeah, that's passed him on lap sixty of a sixty six lap race. Yeah, whoa! And then ekes out of uh, 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 <laughs> continues on that pace, and and in the last, you know six laps there um ekes out another 15 seconds but again max had been on the those were some raggedy tires by that point and uh, there, yeah, there was and then, you know, there wasn't the... very much he could do at that point but i think the, the 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 point to make at this is that it was a strategical win by mercedes and and a driver yeah. win by hamilton i mean we can't discredit the pace that he had to continue to pull through the field on but um, yeah, definitely. It definitely took, you know, Mercedes can't make bold strategic calls like that without having a driver that they can trust to pull it off too. But I think yeah, that, that's a great, that's an awesome point. But you know, I think after Verstappen got passed, I, you know, how much of uh, that sixteen-second lead at the end of the race related to? Well, I'm so far ahead of Botas, I better back off. Otas is probably instructed to back off to preserve the yeah. power units. Yeah. I mean, because they only get so many power units a year to use and without getting penalty. And so there probably was some management of that, but it still didn't. You know, Max is going all out. Yeah, up to that point. Uh, before, before Lewis passed him, just, you know, hoping for some reason Lewis would make a mistake and, you know, lose it. Yeah, totally. Uh, but and it's just it was just amazing. It was a good race. It was really cool to see yeah. uh, Mercedes make a bold strategic call and it and it actually pan out. Um and it it's keeping Hamilton in the lead. Um any other anything other interesting in anything else interesting that you remember from the race? <laughs> you know, I thought it was a total crack up. I think that uh with the uh, U.S. Grand Prix, and well, I don't know how many years we've been going now here in the states, but in Austin, it's five years or something, something like that. Yeah, but you know, down in good old Austin, I, I think it's I think it's starting to rub off on Martin Brundle because there was, um, well, I think it was lap forty-two where Perez uh, Checo comes roaring down the straight and. He outbreaks or breaks late on um, 
Daniel Ricardo, who is known for breaking late. Yeah. And just just makes this I mean, what a, it was an awesome move and pass. And then Brundle says, Yeehaw. Uh, <laughs> Yeehaw. <laughs> Brundle's great. In this, in this classic, in this classic uh, English accent, it's like, okay, Austin's, okay. You know, Austin's making a impression on that Mark Brundle. Maybe, so, maybe. But that is an interesting. I, 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 yeah, I, 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 I think that's funny too. Uh, but building on your point, I, after watching all these races, the the midfield battles that I've seen, or that we've seen this season already, have just been awesome. Yeah, it, you know, Gasly. I mean, Stroll is in there. Yeah, Stroll's um, looking really good. Yeah, uh, out of the and, points um, on this current race, but yeah, but but that he was part of that group for the last point. Mm, yeah, that was, Gasly, Gasly Stroll, snuck it out at the very end there. Yeah, yeah. And so um, I didn't pay attention to see what the tire management was. That became a or yeah. whether strategy may have played a role or um, whether it was just, uh, you know, driver fatigue or tire fatigue or superior driving by another. But, yeah, that – and there was uh, – in fact, there was a comment about um, how in one – turn four was usually not a bunch of people. There was a – there were three three guys. I think it was Gasly and Stroll and – was it Alonzo? I think Alonzo was yeah, involved been, in that, too. Uh, or oh, maybe it was Ocon. I think it might have been Ocon. Well, at least for one of those, you know, one of those uh, spackier drives, uh, I think Alonzo was involved in one who, you know, he's just a two-time world champ. Just. And, uh, and uh, like, I, to, yeah, just to confirm that I think that midfield is fun, um, so you don't always have to watch the the front runners because sometimes it races over early. But well, yeah, and then, I mean, midfield guys. I mean, and that's I guess the well we can leave it, but uh, is uh, that at least we're not like in previous years we're like okay, Botas or Hamilton is going to win, and then we'll just see who else does well. Uh, yeah. And so <laughs> yeah. not only are we having great battles for the lead, but we're also have continually having great battles in the midfield. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. thanks for letting me call you, and thanks for uh, for giving us some insight and uh, and uh, chatting about that race. It was a lot of fun to watch it with hey. you live, and it's even funner to call you and talk to you about it on the podcast. Yeah, that was, that was a kick, man. That was uh, good to hear from you, of course. And uh, hopefully, we we'll, we'll have you. We can find some time to be back in person again coming up soon. Okay, we're working on it. All right, pops. Thanks again. Um, I'll take it. Have a good one. Yeah, love you, bud. Love you, Dad. Bye. Bye. All right, and I'm going to go ahead and uh, say goodbye to you guys. Thanks again for listening, um, and we'll uh, we'll see you on the next one. Bye.